I know too many fun facts about the personal life of the 36th President of the United States, Lyndon B. Johnson. You may ask why, but that is completely irrelevant and don't worry about what is not your business. Hi, I'm Sharon, one of your student podcasters, and I think knowing fun facts is always a great skill to have. So, here are some presidential fun facts for you. Number one, of course, starting with Lyndon B. Johnson, everyone in his family, including his wife, daughters, and dogs, had the initials LBJ. His wife was called Ladybird, even though that was just a pet name, but then they purposely gave their daughters and dogs the initials LBJ. Two, someone gifted Andrew Jackson like a two-ton wheel of cheese, and he kind of just kept it sitting in the front of the White House, like not in front of the White House, in like the front lobby, and like people would come in and eat it and stuff. Three, Bill Clinton, most well-known for being a Rhodes Scholar besides his presidency, okay, maybe that's not what he's most well-known for, but anyway, never actually finished his time at Oxford, so he didn't get a degree. So when he became president, Oxford gave him an honorary degree. Bill Clinton is actually the only president so far who was a Rhodes Scholar. You know, that's actually one thing, well, one of many things, obviously, that UCSC and the American presidency have in common. We both have one Rhodes Scholar. Actually, it was just this last November of 2020 that a UCSC student achieved something that was never done before. So today, I have the honor of interviewing our very first Banana Slug Rhodes Scholar, Gurma Desai. Hi Gurma, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Garima Desai. I graduated in March 2020 from UC Santa Cruz. And yes, as you said, I'm going to be a Rhodes Scholar in 2021. So great to meet you. We're going to start by asking you some basic questions to get to know you. Which college are you affiliated with and where is your favorite spot to hang out here in Santa Cruz? So I'm affiliated with College 9. I lived there for all four years. Um, and ooh, uh, favorite spot. I think it's hard to choose just one. So I would say my top three are Opers. I love going to the gym and that view in the morning during sunrise or at night when you can see the stars. Um, I love like any study area. So the libraries or computer labs, things like that, because they just give me like a lot of relaxation. <laughs> I would say the third spot is kind of unique, but in College 9, there's the Namaste Lounge and outside there are these two benches and they get like such good sunlight. So I would just sit there like for hours in the sun and I would say those are kind of my favorite spots around campus. Since I'm a first year, I haven't actually lived on campus, so I'm definitely going to check out all those spots when I'm yeah. on campus. <laughs> okay, so I did a bit of research online, and so I'm wondering what got you interested in studying the environment and the economy? Yeah, so I cared about climate change and the environment since I was maybe five or six years old. We had these like actors come into our elementary school, and they would do these amazing performances and they would incorporate music, which I love, and, and, and the environment. And so that's how I became aware of the problem. And so it was always something that really bothered me, like climate change. Um, and then as I was going to college, I actually had a point in my senior year of high school when I took AP Environmental Science, when we were learning about the meat industry and how it was so brutal and, and disgusting and has water pollution and water waste and methane emissions. And no one in the class 
seem to care except me. And that day I actually became vegetarian and I have not gone back since. But others, it seemed like they didn't really care. They didn't have the same effect. And so in that moment, I realized that I need something that's a little bit stronger than just emotional appeals. And so I decided that when I come to UC Santa Cruz, I want to do both. I want to do a double major in environmental studies and econ. And that was how it all started. (laughs) I remember them showing us those really disturbing documentaries of what the meat industry looked like. And I, I still don't like, like thinking about that. It was horrible. So moving on to a lighter topic. What did your undergrad experience look like? Like, which activities did you partake in outside of classes, from clubs and organizations to even internships and jobs? Yeah, um, so I did quite a few jobs, I would say. I was a research assistant for two different research projects. The first one was Professor Adam Miller-Ball and Professor West. Um, so that's a project that I that I worked on for two years, and it was a really great project that gave me a lot of experience in what research is. And it was definitely one of my favorite activities. And then I did another research project with Professor Daniel Press in the Environmental Studies Department. And we looked at paper mills and kind of the global economy surrounding that. And then other things I did, oh, one of my favorite activities was being an undergraduate teaching assistant. That was really fun. So I got to to teach sections for, I think, like two quarters, essentially. And I was a resident assistant in College 9. I was a note taker. I was a grader. I was a tour guide. So I did, I did a bunch of different things like that. Oh, and I did some internships as well. Which class were you a teaching assistant? EMDS 25, Environmental Policy and Economics. Fun fact, someone actually put my name like on the rate my professor of Professor Millerball's page. Someone said like, oh yeah, like Grima was the TA, like definitely take her or whatever. And so that was just, my, my friend showed me that and I just think it's really funny. Oh my God, <laughs> your first mark at UCSC, the teaching. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what got you interested in becoming a Rhodes Scholar? Is it something you knew you always wanted to do or did you pick it up along the way? Yeah, so I didn't know what the Rhodes Scholarship was until February 2020, so literally a year ago. And this this may seem like a long time for some people, but people know about the Rhodes Scholarship for years. People know for like the first moment they step into undergraduate university, they're being trained and developed to be a Rhodes Scholar. That wasn't me. I never heard of it before. But what happened was Professor Adam Miller-Ball was, he was my mentor. And I worked with him for, like I said, two, three years. And he told me to see Professor Mark Massoud, who was in a different department. But he said, you know, you should see him because you're interested in becoming a lawyer. And so I saw Professor Massoud. This was like right before COVID. This was February, 2020. It was like my last quarter at UC Santa Cruz. And I see him and he goes, I'm sorry, you have a 4.0 GPA and you did all these like, you know, different extracurriculars and research and things. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, have you heard of the Rhodes Scholarship? I was like, no, what is that? And so that's when he told me to apply. And I, and I, you know, I I didn't believe him. I was like, oh, I'm not going to get this thing. You know, I'm not, I'm not anyone special. And he told me that he was actually a Rhodes finalist, which is a really big deal. And he said, I was a Rhodes finalist, but I would not want to apply in the same year that you're applying. And that really stuck with me. I'm like, you know, he just met me. Why would he say that? <laughs> and so I think that really encouraged me to apply. And that's that's how it all began. So I never knew all along that I wanted to do this. Yeah, that's really sweet. Okay, next question. What was the application and interview process like? Yeah, so it's a pretty lengthy process, but I would give you just a quick overview is essentially you have to get 
approval from your university. So you have to apply to your, your undergraduate school and you need to get their endorsement. And then you have to apply to the actual program itself. You have to write a personal statement. You have to get five to eight letters of recommendation. And then you go through an interview process. Sounds pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, especially for your last quarter. So when are you planning on going to Oxford? I'm going in October 2021. And what are your goals for your future? Yeah, so I want to be an environmental lawyer for sure, specifically an environmental litigator. Um, but if I was thinking really, really broadly, I, you know, as high as I can go, wherever I can make my biggest mark. So even if that's president of the United States, I would love that. <laughs> we love that. And second to last question, not last question yet. This one's more intense. What does it mean to you to be UCSC's first Rhodes Scholar? And was it a more meaningful accomplishment being a student of color? Yeah, I love UC Santa Cruz. Like, I was probably the most excited person ever to go to UC Santa Cruz when I found out. I loved it, and I came in full swing. Um, so I just felt that UC Santa Cruz gave me so much that I love to give back in this way where I'm boosting our school forward. So first of all, it felt like such an incredible honor. And the entire time, especially when I found out that I was a finalist before winning, I was like, you know, I'm carrying the whole name of my school on my shoulders. Like I need to do this for my favorite school ever. <laughs> and then um, in terms of being a person of color, of course, I'm the person. So I'm not quite sure like how I feel, right? Because I, it's, it's me. But I think definitely when I see other people of color, women of color, different things like this, making big accomplishments, it really inspires me. So I just hope that other people feel the same way about this accomplishment. Really love that, especially as a fellow banana slug and a fellow woman of color. Yes. Um, lastly, any messages you want to say to any UCSC students who are dreaming big? Keep dreaming. Dream bigger. Dream bigger and bigger and bigger. Because I would always tell myself one thing. I guess I made up like this like mantra. You could say like, work hard, dream big. So just, that's what I tell you. Work hard and dream big, dream bigger. I, I, I'm not even meant to be a Rhodes Scholar. I'm just plain Jane Garima. So <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. Well, thank you so much, Garima. I'm sure I can speak for all of UCSC when I say we are amazed by your accomplishment and proud to call you a fellow banana slug. And we can't wait to see where you go from here. <laughs> thank you so much. That's all I have for today, UCSC. I hope you enjoyed listening to that interview as much as I had conducting it. Until next time.